the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friend so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear brothers and sisters, and I welcome you to um, this beautiful program for the mission of hope and mercy through which we save the persecuted Christians, we educate about uh, their plight and the plight of the Christians in the world, and we do services through charity, medication, and we do educate the people on the importance of the gospel of hope and of peace that the Lord Jesus Christ has taught us. And also we advocate and uh, we protect and we promote religious freedom in the world so people know that they have the right uh, to look for the question of God by seeking the truth of religion, following the true path of religion as well. And in such a way, we feed families we save nations, we promote the culture of peace, especially at such time where peace is really being missed and is needed. In the last few weeks, we have seen all of us uh, the terrible things that are happening in Ukraine and in Russia, and we have seen how the world is reacting. Some of the world leaders, or many of them, are reacting in a way that the response has to be more violence upon violence, more sanctions, more punishments. Uh, um, We see that the media even is at war. We see propagandas. We see people getting confused about what is the best position that we can do. Listen, my friends, we may not be able to solve the world problems, but definitely I know for a fact that we have to humble ourselves for the humble find joy in God. And also we have to remember that our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our intellect must be focused on raising one another and raising ourselves by educating each other towards a true culture of peace. We must avoid wars because any type of war that will happen is going to be nuclear, is going to cause disastrous consequences. For those who are worried about the environment, this is a real place for you now to advocate and to start thinking how can we bring these world leaders to talk it out, to speak, and to put on their conscience that it is now on their conscience that the future of peace, the future of faith, the future of family, the future of hope 
and definitely the future of life altogether for the environment, for the humanity, and for all the peoples of the world, for animals, for dogs, for cats, for flying birds, for the rich treasure that is in the sea. All life is at risk if now nations decide to escalate or not to invest in the truth of finding and making and establishing a true peace. But we know the Lord Jesus Christ is a true king of peace. And we know that there is a way that the Lord usually makes peace. First of all, if we look at the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1, verse 52 to 53, it says, uh, He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lonely. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. In such a way, I want us to pray together the canticle of 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouth. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the nether world. He raises up again. The Lord makes a poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash, he, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. My dear brothers and sisters, it's such an honor and beautiful that uh, today with you, I have uh, the great pleasure and the great honor to receive um, from Hollywood, actually, um, a two beautiful, um, I would say, uh, if I may call them, pioneers of Christianity in the midst of Hollywood, pioneers of a culture of life in the midst of Hollywood, pioneer for the voice of God and the voice of the gospel in the midst of Hollywood, and people who were helping us this weekend as we came to do a beautiful event together, an event for the mission of hope and mercy that was uh, called in with a personal and private invitation, personal invitation by Mr. Mel Gibson and Mr. Uh, Mike and Mrs. Noel Illich. Uh, both uh, giant people in the film industry came together on the feast day of St. Joseph on March 19 to put an event to support and to promote the work of the Mission of Hope and Mercy. Yet they called hidden angels, hidden beautiful instruments who executed this work, um, of whom I'd like to introduce with us Travis Stengel, who, uh, Stengel. I believe, who is an executive director of the St. Clair Butterfly Foundation. Travis also has a diverse expertise in advertising, business management, and the entertainment industry. And Travis is an expert in branding and marketing. He has the ability to motivate and inspire others with um, a unified vision to the achievement of their goals. There is a lot I can say about him, but he has not slept for in two weeks. I can tell you he was working very hard. Travis, I want to say good morning to you. Good Good morning, Father. 
And uh, with us also in the studio is Chip Sinclair, the CEO of the Sinclair Butterfly Foundation and the ghostwriter and project editor for Forbes Books. Uh, Chip Sinclair has spent the, the past 15 years writing best-selling non-fiction, commercial young adult fiction, and screenplays for Oscar-nominated actors and producers, as well as contributing to the growth and success of two non-profit organizations serving children. And uh, Chip, I want to say good morning to you as well. Good morning, Father. So for um, the three of us, uh, first of all, I want to thank God for uh, your work and uh, the work of Mel Gibson and the many actors, the many film uh, uh, producers and business people who came from Hollywood, from all over the United States, and uh, stars who are friends or of Christianity, friends of the people who are suffering in the world, but at the same time who have a heart for God. I never thought I could find in Hollywood that God has built for himself a home. What is your reaction, Travis, if I may ask you? You've lived in Hollywood for many years. I know you're young, but uh, you've been here um, for a long time. Um, you should have told the world in America that there is room for God in Hollywood, and we discovered it yesterday. Tell us your experience about faith in Hollywood. Uh, yes, I will say that um, in the best words, faith in Hollywood is definitely lacking. Um, there is much, much room for improvement, and uh, that is why we are coming together, uh, unified and going forward with power to make this known and to make know that there is much, much room for more engagement and much more room for the Lord himself. Well, um, Chip, um, what does a ghostwriter exactly do? I know you have a record of millions of words that you write per year. Yes. Yes, it's uh, well. What I try to do is is um, capture the heart and the passion in uh, whatever author I'm working with, and uh, help tell their story. I believe everybody has a story within them, and I believe uh, it's my my talent, my God-given talent and job, to be able to help the, the, these individuals unlock the beauty within within them. And um, if I say million words per year is your record, so that would be like 15 books a year almost? Yes, I've written 15 books a year in addition to my own um, screenplays and my own manuscripts as well. So yesterday we had this beautiful event from 11 o'clock till about uh, 2 p.m., I believe. And in that event, uh, we somehow uh, have seen stars, people uh, like Jim Caviezel, for instance, uh, uh, people like Mel Gibson, for instance, and other people um, have shared with us their own experience about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and have shared with the world their interest and their care for the persecuted Christians. And especially they spoke about the role of Lebanon and the importance of Lebanon. And we hosted uh, an archbishop for the Chaldean Church. He is the president of the Chaldean Church community in Lebanon and the archbishop of Beirut for the Chaldean Church, Bishop Michel Kassarji. And uh, we have seen um, many stars. How did you succeed? What was your role in all of this to prepare for this event? If I may start with you, Chip. Well, first of all, uh, being an instrument of God in this event, uh, there's so many people that came together to make this happen, and just being able to utilize my talents, whatever I could do, to uh, to make sure this event was a success. Uh, and and to speak to your point earlier, Father, you know, having Jim Caviezel, and uh, who played Jesus in Passion of the Christ, and Mel Gibson, who needs no introduction, uh, support these things. It shows that you know the power of Hollywood has been used for darkness for so long. But if we can change the narrative in Hollywood and actually use it for light, we will change the world. 
and Mission of Hope and Mercy had uh, the honor basically to be called to be the first um, to be invited as a cause um, around which these people would rally, right? So we can support the persecuted Christians. Um, Travis, I know you work very, very, very closely for this event, preparing the landing page, helping with the preparing special website, and uh, you work very closely with uh, um, one of the co-sponsors, basically, uh, one of the founding fathers, if I may call, for this Ark of Noah that we're creating in the midst of Hollywood, through which all the stars in Hollywood, all the film industry now, they want to probably send the planes to Lebanon, filled with food, filled with medication, uh, filled with aid and assistance, and sending messages. Um, tell us a little bit about Mr. Mike Illich and uh, his wife, Noel, and your experience. Uh, who is this beautiful, humble, yet giant man in doing the work of God? Yes, Father. Well, I would have to say that if I had to sum up Mike and Noel Illich in one word, it would be purity. And they have hearts of gold. And I would like to share a story about Mike on one occasion where he personally, in that moment when I needed it, took the shirt physically off his back and gave it to me without any type of hesitation. And what's amazing about this is this simple gesture impacted my life beyond what I can put into words today. And that's why I use the word purity, because there was no... Um, lost words. There, there was no Motives. motive on this. This was just his heart and his passion that inspires and motivates others to unify together, to believe and to come as one so we can become united and go forward and like Chip said earlier, change the narrative because there is so much room in Hollywood for Christ. And Mike is insisting him and Mel Gibson, Jim Caviezel, Lara Logan, and many, many, many other figures and uh, people uh, in Hollywood that it is time that the stars would rally around Jesus Christ, right? Around God. That this is such courage. Do you ever imagine, Chip, that something like this could ever take place in Hollywood? Well, I uh, know it's interesting because Hollywood has a, <clears throat> a long history of um, of being used for, like I said before, for, for darkness and, you know, uh, there's a lot of exploitation or sex and nudity and violence and all these things. However, those same tools, just like a knife, can be used to either hurt someone or, in the case of a surgeon's scalpel, heal someone. We believe we can use entertainment, creative content, to help heal the world. And, and I would like to see Hollywood, the sign change to Hollywood. Hollywood, the sign changed to Hollywood. And I know also, you know, we had the wonderful panelists in the, in the event. Uh, uh, you guys worked hard. You got uh, ambassador, the former ambassador at large for international religious freedom um, in the State Department, uh, the former governor of the state of Kansas as well, um, Senator Sam Brownback, and he spoke eloquently about the importance of protecting the Christians in the Middle East and the importance of the role of Lebanon. And I want to thank him so much. He has spoken very highly about the credibility and the effectiveness of the work of the Mission of Hope and Mercy, because through food, through medication, we 
are really uh, feeding the family, at saving the nation, and promoting a culture of peace. And also we had on the panel uh, uh, Mrs. Nina Shea. She's uh, the founder and the head of the Hudson Institute, a major research institute in Washington, D.C., who's the government, actually, the State Department, the United Nations. They work with a think tank to protect uh, religious freedom and to measure um, the uh, injustices or the crimes that are happening against people because of their faith or because of their gender or because of their uh, ideologies, their color, their race. Um, and also, so she works on national security issues a lot. And also, we had uh, Stephen Rashi. Um, he's, uh, he was a panelist who was also great. He worked very closely with the Chaldean community in Iraq and in the Middle East. He's one of their um, main people to go in the U.S., uh, advocate for um, their pain and their suffering. Um, I, I know in the context of all of this, we have Mel Gibson, and uh, a star that you cannot hide. It's a light uh, that you cannot put under a bushel basket. You have to put on a mountain. What do you think about Mel Gibson? Travis, if I, if I may start with you. Um, I would say inspirational. Um, someone that is so passionate and driven to have a unified vision when he has so many other choices that he could make or so many different areas that he could go to that this is the one that is closest to his heart this is the calling that he wants and this is the calling that he is helping move forward day by day and I'm, and I'm really proud of him, and I'm thanking him on behalf of all the thousands of families. Um, I want to I wanna tell you, Chip, before you give your opinion about what you thought about Mel Gibson, uh, you know, this past year we fed 50,000 people. This little mission of hope and mercy was able because of the people who really uh, signed up as uh, subscribers to give $50 a month. Um, at least for a year or two years or three years. Every $50 helped us to feed a family for an entire month. 30 items of food in every package, about um, about 50 to 55 pounds of actual food went to these families. And now with the war in Ukraine and Russia, unfortunately over 68% of the food resources are being cut out. Mm -hmm. Iraq already declared an emergency because the people can no longer fight, be able to afford the price of the wheat. And we had a message, we heard this message from Archbishop Kasarji uh, on the importance to pay attention now because now um, the starvation is a fact and the starvation might affect over 50 million people between North Africa in Lebanon in Iraq and places in the Middle East and in Eastern Europe so um, um, people may not know but um, Ukraine um, is a land of wheat and where the actual oil for food, like, you know, vegetable oil, mm. will come from. And these people in the Middle East and North Africa count a lot. So it's a national security for, for this food. And all of a sudden, you have this idea floating in a room yesterday between Mel and, and Mike and many people that if we have to fly planes to Lebanon and to else in the world, carrying wheat, carrying food for these people, we will do it. Chip, you met Mel Gibson. What do you think about him? You know, it's amazing because I've been a fan of his work uh, my entire life, uh, since a young child. And 
after meeting him and, and knowing his heart, I can say I'm an even bigger fan of his of his heart for God and to do God's work. And um, it's amazing because, uh, and I have to shout out to uh, uh, Heal Thy Nations or Healthy Nations, which is um, Mike Illich and Noel Illich's uh, foundation, which helped facilitate uh, to make sure that all the proceeds uh, get uh, routed directly to uh, to help uh, those persecuted Christians over, overseas. And, um, you know, it, it's amazing how this tied in uh, to me personally, because I remember with our foundation, we would work on helping at-risk children in the metro Detroit area. And if anyone knows the metro Detroit area, Dearborn is a very large population of Chaldeans, uh, of, of Middle Eastern people. And um, uh, I remember uh, we were at an at-risk high school, kids who had struggled for one trauma or another. And in this high school, and my wife Lisa and I uh, were teaching, and there's these two, two young women um, that were there, and um, you know, you think that in in Detroit, in an at-risk high school, everyone's dealt with, you know, traumas of gangs or violence or drugs or other things. And when uh, it came time for these two young women to talk about what their trauma was, they had been persecuted in Iraq, and um, one of their uh, one of uh, one of the girls admitted that her father and brothers had been kidnapped and murdered. Um, uh, and, and she and her aunt and her mother were able, just able to escape and make it to the United States to, to survive, but uh, just for being Christians. And so this has touched me very deeply, and it's something that means so much to just to be able to support and, and uh, help people uh, with their religious freedoms. And I know, Chip, uh, you have a story. You were persecuted, actually, but I, I, I'm not going to tell the people about you. I just want them now. I'm going to give them a teaser. May we give them the title of your book? Uh, you, you wrote one of the best, 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 real, true stories, more than a bestseller, as a matter of fact, uh, um, in the United States. And uh, you were a story yourself in the United States 20 years ago. Um, your family was, was a big story. I just want to encourage people to read The Butterfly Garden, I believe, is the title of your book, right? The Butterfly Garden. That's right. Uh, it's a story of a true crime uh, that happened. And uh, unfortunately, you were a victim uh, but you survived, uh, except that you were a victim and a son, supposedly a son. Uh, you, have, you have a beautiful story, but uh, you weren't the child who chose the father who ended up not being the father you wanted, right? Yes, yes. You know, it's, we, we you know, I guess we're all given um, our path in life by God. And sometimes that can be a, a, a dark place, and, and we, we experience suffering, and as I did as a child. But um, through suffering can come healing, and then through healing comes helping others. And that's, uh, that's what my, my journey's about. That's what my, my wife and I have, have been on this journey for many, many years. And uh, even though I found out my father was one of America's most wanted fugitives and uh, you know dealt with all kinds of traumas, uh, I know in my heart God had a purpose to teach us and prepare us to do good things for others. And thank you. And I do believe this was your personal motive to assist those thousands of children who we are helping um, through our Christmas drive that we send. We sent to, to them uh, refugees from Iraq, from Syria, Lebanese kids. And now we're going to expand. We're going to try to go elsewhere as well in the world to help um, children uh, to run away and to find hope. And uh, it is time to give something back to God. And Hollywood has decided with Mel Gibson and Mike Illich to give something to God. And I do believe the best way to give is to live 
right? Give to live. And um, you want to tell us, Travis, a little bit about the mission statement, their objective, and their campaign of 2022 that we watched yesterday. We have about probably a minute or so. Yes, Father. So the objective is bringing together like-minded, capable individuals with the means and resources to support the mission. That's beautiful. In our campaign of 2022, we foreseen this event to be the first of many events like it to come as we seek love, heal, help, and fund different humanitarian causes and missions around the world. Like Matthew 5.10, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And today we see that the kingdom of heaven has reached to Hollywood. And it seems that Hollywood is now accepted the invitation of Almighty God. And they definitely, I'm very thankful on behalf of the Mission of Hope and Mercy for your efforts. And in the future, we'll sit with Mel Gibson, we'll sit with Jim Caviezel, we'll sit with those many, many stars. And I know you, Travis, have many friends as well in Hollywood. And I want to thank you for uh, reaching out and you um, as well, Chip. Uh, I'm looking forward to co-author a book with you, as a matter of fact. Absolutely. Father Andre, you have one of the most incredible stories. I think the world needs to hear it. It would be an absolute honor to help you write. And it's an honor to have been with you and for friendship and for spiritual family and for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, I want to thank you so very much for having having been with us throughout this time. Remember, um, at the end of the show, at the end of the event, uh, Bishop Kasarji gathered all these beautiful stars on stage and he prayed the prayer of the Lord in Aramaic. And everybody repeated it in the English language or in their preferred language, actually, of over 200 people mm. in this beautiful hall that they all prayed the prayer of the Lord. And with this, I want to say as well the prayer of the Lord for all of us. This was the Our Father in Aramaic. God bless us all. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.